Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, AJ, Blaze coming at you as the Avs beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-2 on national television. Put some back on their name. 60 second rundown. Dibs, 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 dibs. Go, 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 go. (laughs) No, genuinely, game of the year type stuff right there. Uh, Colorado, Colorado, um, you know, scoreless first period. Um, Really good game. And then Colorado gets first goal of the game. Uh, I already forgot who it was, but it was dope. They were all dope. Miko, Miko playing baseball, a little spring training action. Yep. Swats that thing in. Sick. Sidney Crosby, sick. Stars are coming out to play. Nicholas Abe Kubel gives them a lead 22 seconds or something like that later. Like, it was so nasty. Nicholas Abe Kubel with a bomb of a slap shot gives them a 2-1 lead going into the third period. Uh, the Pens tie it on a broken a broken play in their own zone. Uh, bad turnover from Andre Burakovsky, who had a couple of them in the game. And... Devon Tave scores literally seconds later on the very next shift, and Avs win 3-2. Kill the only penalty of the game. Kill the only penalty of the game in the last four minutes and gave up zero shots. So nasty. Yep. That game ruled. If you did not, if you were not a fan of that game, amazing hockey game. get away from me. Get out my face. Get out our chat. Get out our mentions. You're not a hockey person in any way. You're not meant to like hockey if you could not find a way to enjoy that game. That is exactly the type of game that you show a person when you're trying to get them into a sport and say, this is what it's all about. This is it. This is what's up. Great hockey game. Just a great hockey game. Skill players making skill plays all throughout the ice. Just it was it was so sick, man. That was so much fun. <laughs> it was a dope game. It, it genuinely was. And I think maybe the most encouraging thing for me through that game is the Avs got better as the game went on. Yes, you have maybe the Burakovsky turnover is the one thing where you're looking at like that wasn't great. But well, the first and, period was arguably we'll the Avs' worst. And it, it only went up from there, I think. Yeah, and we talked to – look, I, I mentioned this the other day. The Avs playing their best in the third periods of games. Look yep. at this game. They dominated the third period. Look at this game. Yeah. You go and you look at all of the shot metrics and everything, and the Avs were on the wrong end of it in this one. And then you go and you look at the third period, and you're like, the hell happened there? <laughs> and it's it just goes, it like, I'm telling you, this is just a different DNA. This is a different club. They are, they are built to close games. Mentally, this year, they're closing games. Yep, I, I agreed. I and, and like they just, despite despite giving up that game tying goal, it was still where you could where you totally could look at it yeah. and be like, oh, but they gave that up. The next shift, <laughs> they have the lead they regain the lead, yep. and it's it's like, look, is it perfect? No, is it the way that you're saying, oh my god, this is unimpeachable process. This is incredible. I love all of this. No, there's room for improvement. The fact that there's room for improvement. From the team leading the NHL. Girl, please. Not even to mention all the players they don't have in this game. <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't I'm I mean, I don't even really feel the need to get into it. You we don't, all know. We don't. we don't. We know we know that we know for a fact, a stone cold hard fact that we have at no point this season seen Colorado ceiling. And they've got a hundred and four points and lead the NHL and have not touched the ceiling. It's insane. Good luck, y'all. It's genuinely actual craziness. I And the best part about this game for me isn't that, oh, Diaz played super well or oh, this, that, the other thing. The game was just genuinely a treat to watch. Yeah, it's just a great hockey game. From start to finish, this entire game was like, oh, that's dope. Oh, that's dope. Oh, that was dope. It was just so cool all the way around. Um, AJ, you kind of mentioned it. Blaze, 
is there a little bit of concern about the shot metrics in this the early parts of this game? Do you want to see a, a little bit more possession from the Avs, or is are you okay with it? I mean, right now, right, like what we've talked about, you're missing two of your top D-men. And, uh, again, like you would like to see them play better team defense. Um, but this is something that's just going to happen. Like we talked about, this is a, another team that's really good, right? And they were on their game in that first period. Like they wanted to strike first, especially being in the away building, right? Like they wanted to just take the crowd out of it, even though the crowd was a lot of Pittsburgh fans there. So, um, they, they wanted to jump on it and that you could see they were jumping, um, lanes and trying to take, you know, the opportunities that they got. And they did have quite a few opportunities to shoot on Kemper with some high danger chances. And you got to give it up for Kemper to keep the abs in that game right off the bat. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> I'd give it up to Kemper if he'd let me. <laughs> Are you nothing. kidding me? That dude, I don't know. I I was telling I was telling Z about. It. I was like, look, statistically speaking, he has gotten he has gotten better every single month, <laughs> culminating with a nine forty save percentage in March. And so I was like, there's just not a lot of realistic room for him to continue to improve. And yet, <laughs> it's April second. I'm like, I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> I'm not, not ruling it out. Close to 950 this whole month. <laughs> Crazy. He was just, he was excellent in this. And, you know, again, talking about room for improvement, both goals, both goals start with pucks that should have been caught by him. Where yeah. he makes, he makes initial saves, but did not, did not, did not corral them the way that well. you would yeah. like to have seen. And then, you know, uh, one of them just the immediate rebound, and then the other one obviously involved extended play. Yeah, yeah, involved a little bit of help there. But I, I mean, other than that, like Darcy Darcy Kemper, I mean, he, yeah, he gets flat out gets lucky with Jake Gensel beats him and doesn't score. Yeah, <laughs> but didn't beat him by enough. Stop Sidney Crosby one on one. Stop Evan Rodriguez on a on a breakaway. Like you're to, you're looking at this game and you're like they had multiple. They had the better of the chances early. The fact that they were down two one is on like it's it's on it's it's a combination of Darcy Kemper and the Pens just failing to execute. Yep. Yeah. Like they had they were the better team through two periods, and then they ran into the third period abs, which is the buzzsaw of all buzzsaws. Got all hyped up, started feeding off the crowd, and got got exactly what they wanted. Got choked a little bit, and then dropped the hammer. <laughs> just really I mean just just excellent they were excellent agreed it was a fantastic hockey game top to bottom uh, it puts the Avs in their magic number for clinching a playoff spot is now one uh, <laughs> any avalanche point or any yeah. Vegas loss from here on out clinches the their postseason month would clinch yeah. the postseason <laughs> Yep. And, and honestly, their uh, their clinching of the division probably isn't that far behind. So, yeah. What well, look. At, I mean, when you when you look at it, you say, okay, clinching the division. That's Minnesota. That's the yeah. gap to Minnesota, right? Correct. So, Good Lord, it's a it's a pretty big gap. <laughs> it's 17 points now after that game when they were talking about on the on the broadcast it's just it's hilarious when you see the numbers pop up there you're like wow there's a I, there's a big split there yeah <laughs> there's almost no point in showing all the other teams on the same graphic as the ads with that thing it's like it's okay. like every time it's like every time they show the eastern conference one and they include columbus and islanders as in the hunt and they're 17 points back and you're like bro <laughs> they need no, to make it more what visual are you doing? they need to make it more visual like you know like uh, a streak so every point has a different section so you can see how far out the abs are in yeah. the west giant 20% gap between the apps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you could do like the, uh, you could do like, uh, you know, in basketball, they have like the little 
uh, line graph oh, that, yeah. that tracks the scores with each line representing uh, one of the teams. Yep. You yeah. could do that with the abs and just watch it as it just goes like this. And then everybody else is like, and the abs are just way up there. I used a calculator to do that math just to double check to get to that side. I. One of the big factors I do want to talk about in this game was the depth. Obviously, you got a goal from Knack in this game, which is great. But you Dude. also saw a consistent quality play out of the Avs depth forwards in a game where no cadre. Lines were a little bit mixed up. You had Comfort playing on the second line. And the Avs depth, especially in the second and third period of this game, were just like, what's up? We're going to go win this hockey game. Dude, I, I think if you're looking for reasons to be nervous... I don't know that this game gives you any. If you're looking for reasons to feel good, I mean, you're you are you are talking realistically, like realistically here. Sam Gerrard has been on the ice for several days. Bowen Byram just played in the AHL last night. He's playing again tonight, and then we'll see. But if they get both of those guys back, the they get that much better defensively, but also offensively. How much better do they get? Chip in, yeah. How much better do they get replacing Curtis McDermott and Jack Johnson? I, I would say Jack probably right now. Probably say Jack. He didn't. I don't think he played particularly well tonight. But so Jack Johnson, Curtis McDermott with Byram and and Gerard. How much better do they get in both ends? Right. (laughs) Just, just. Just Byram McDermott or Gerard McDermott. How much better do they get in that in one in both ends of the ice? Like significantly. Great. But then you throw Gabe Landeskog up front. Sounds like he's not gonna be back until game one, probably. Until probably the postseason. But that timeline remains far enough off that a lot can still happen between now and then. Yep. So an update a month out does not mean a lot for me at this moment. I would love for him to get into the last week of regular season games just to knock the rust off and feel like he's not using game one to get it all back, right? You would like but, that for sure. Uh, I just I just think that the, the depth in this game, where, where all of this started, the depth in this game is, I think, the most maybe the most encouraging of this because you're rolling a second line of Nachushkin yeah. – JT Comfort, Arturi Lekkonen, and what happened? I mean, you're watching... They go punch for punch. Yeah. And, and particularly, you're watching Nechushkin and Lekkonen's energy just feed off of each other, and they just start mauling lines. Like, <laughs> no one wants to play against those two right now. Do you guys... Are Lekkonen's you curious about some numbers? Unreal. Yes, please. Yeah, let's go. Numbers. Nachushkin, that line, uh, primary matchup against Raquel Malkin and Jeff Carter. Yep. 80%. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Got beaten up by Crosby a bit. Well, who doesn't? But was almost, was had almost twice the ice time against Malkin. Yep. And went 12 and 2. So 12 and 2, 12 and 4. There's like a minor variation there between them. Okay. And I don't know. I, I like this is why you got these guys, right? Yep. This is why you this is why you gave up a lot for Arturi Lekkonen. Is because he changes the dynamic of that your fortune. Because now, now you have two of these dudes. You have two of these dudes yep. that are gonna roll in there, gonna make life absolutely miserable attacking on the forecheck like that. Well, now you put them together and we saw what happened. Would anybody just on paper, Raquel Malkin, Jeff Carter against JT Comfort, Val Nachushkin and Arturi Lekkonen. Yeah. You're taking Malkin's line on that one. Would anybody pregame say, Oh, well, we'll take, we'll take this or that. (laughs) Like I, I just, It's, I just think that that's alrighty. Like, well, then, for them to have, for them to have done that, this is proof of concept. And knowing that Landy and Kadri are on their way back, seeing Burakovsky, Burakovsky remains the same complicated player after that game yep. that it was before. <laughs> yep. 
because but you look at two huge turnovers today yep and a couple of high wire acts carrying the puck where you're like okay 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 we're good we cool we cool we cool but then makes a nice play on the game time goal (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was doing at the beginning of the pod (laughs) cold-blooded man it's all in fun this is like game I love what? the shirt though. I am oh, the pizza yeah, man. Yeah, that's like is that did you Photoshop Berkey's head onto Johnny Sins? Is that where this is from? <laughs> uh, so this was a team award for my men's league team where every game it was the uh pizza pizza delivery man of the of the game. And so when you did it, we would go grab a bunch of pizzas and we had all this stuff and you would get you know, all done up and hold the pizzas and we'd take pictures and send it to everybody. (laughs) So I'm repurposing it now. (laughs) Great. Great work. Uh, I I think the list goes on though. You got some quality plays from Burakovsky in this game, including, you know, the assisting on Miko's goal. Uh, But also you look down the lineup and you're going, Hmm, the experimentation is starting to work for Bednar. I thought Sturm played fantastically tonight alongside Newhook and uh, Kubel. You know, um, we're all big fans of Tyson Jost and all, but Nico Sturm has fit in, yeah, really well. Like, I'm that is a that is such a solid like high five to the pro scouting staff to have picked that needle out of the haystack because there's how many guys on a fourth line around the league that they could have looked at for that kind of a deal. And for them to have gone out and targeted Sturm and 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 gotten him for a price that they were comfortable with, like I am so impressed with Nico Sturm. I just think that he looks. He's just been a perfect like knowing like and knowing and being comfortable with the limitations. Like my expectations of offense coming from him are limited. Yep. What he gives them is is fine. Like what he gave them today and the assist that he got. That's where I expect his points to come from. Hard work, clearing a puck off of a board battle and moving it ahead to more skilled players. And it was awesome. He's been so good, man. He's been just so steady and such a quality addition. I've been thrilled with him. Dude goes hard. I love watching him play. I mean, his motor is just unreal. Like, he is just uh, all over the place. I mean, I think think that's true of nearly everyone on this team I, I know we've kind of entered a little bit of the doldrums of the season for the Avs where they're just kind of waiting for the playoffs right now but well, hang yeah. on okay we caught it <laughs> bless with you. you thank you uh, everyone on this team seems fully committed to playing the correct way to playing hard every single night you go down the list and I don't think you can pick out a player tonight where you felt like they weren't really going it, Cogliano working his ass off on the, on the bottom line. Uh, Darren Helm too. Obviously we talked about Sturm, Lekkinen and Nuke going hard. Even Burakovsky. Yeah. Made some dumb decisions with the puck, but he's out there working for the puck too. So. I it, mean, putting in, putting in real effort and there, like there were problems, but he contributed on offense as well. Well, and you, it runs to the defense too, right? You you're watching Devon Taves block pucks off of ankles and and get up and have to shake off the stingers and stuff like that. Yeah, and the maybe the maybe the only guy that I didn't the only I would say two guys today that I really thought they could be okay without these two guys in a playoff series were O'Connor and McDermott. Yep, I just. LOC LOC made the one really nice play to McKinnon out front where he busted out the pitching wedge and lofted that thing 75 feet over the net where you're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that thing uh, what is this? straight up. <laughs> but everything, everything else, man, like I'm, yeah. And, and like LOC, I don't think LOC was like actively detrimental or anything. I just think, like, Abi Kubel played really well. And Abi Kubel put together a couple of strong games before the healthy scratch, too. We are like, look, there are upsides to that guy's game. One of them is the fact that he has eight goals for the Avs this year. 
that is more than anyone else on your fourth line right now. Well, and and you're like, okay, like you you know, there's a lot of anytime you talk about O'Connor and and his lack of scoring, there's always at least one, right? That like rolls out and is like, but that's not his role. And it's like, okay, but it's now been 40 games. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And there was it's a, been the, three the full too. months. It was January 2nd was the last time he scored a goal for you. This is no longer yeah. like this. This is half the season has gone by. And yeah. so you're you're saying, okay, well, I think the, 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 the advantage that OC is going to have is that he PKs. And Knack doesn't play on either special teams unit. So and he's a limitation on your lineup. Back, yeah. But I, I I do think that I, I do think it's it's just interesting. We're seeing what competition can do at the bottom of your roster because it's it's elevating all of their play. Those guys are all playing for jobs and they know it. And so they're they're having to all right, let's you gotta up the ante. When Darren Helm scored last game, all right. Now Abe Kubel has a goal. Yep. So, you, you know, and and I don't certainly expect uh, Nazem Kadri to, to be back anytime soon. Just personally, don't know what that prognosis looks like, but I don't expect him to be back anytime soon. So they have, they've got time to let this battle continue to shake out. It's basically going to be whoever wins it between now and the time that those, the, the, between Kadri and Landis Gog's return, that who whoever ends up getting healthy is the those are the guys that played the best this month. It's closing time. Yep. Uh, all right, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You can go over there, use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. Still time to bet five dollars and win two hundred dollars on any March Madness game that is left. AJ's Jayhawks playing right now, this very moment with the with a tiny little lead at the start of the half. So, still a lot of time left in that one for AJ to get mad. Give it time. <laughs> this is I look to be honest with you. If it, if you're if you're a fan of a college basketball team, you make Final Four. Given the chaos that is March Madness, it's fine. Unless yeah. you have an all time great season going and you're undefeated or some shit, it's fine. Like you're happy with whatever. I would love revenge on Villanova for a couple of years ago, but it's way too early in this game. <laughs> they started out with a big old lead over Miami too, and then things gave it all it. away. So. Well, I think we can all agree, bet on UNC over Duke. Uh, go do that over at DraftKings. Uh, use the DNVR code when you sign up for a new account. There are a bunch of other odds boosts they have going right now, too, if you're not a new account. So be sure to go check all of that out. Uh, must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also brought to you all by Breckenridge Brewery. So get on over to the bar. If you're not, obviously we're not there today, but hopefully getting back in there very, very soon. Uh, we'll got eight different kinds of Breck brew on tap there. Or if you're at home like us, you can use your Breck beer locator online to find it at a local liquor store near you. Uh, be sure to come drink some when you come take the party bus with us on April 16th. Officially sold out of game tickets for the party bus. So if you want tickets to the game, you have to buy those on your own, or if you already have them, great. But we are selling bus tickets only right now on the NBR Locker. So you can still ride the bus with us to the game and back. You just don't get tickets to the game. You're going to have to get your own for that one. There will still be the DNBR booth at intermissions that will come hang out and have a great time during the game. So go check that stuff out. It's going to be a blast. Hope y'all will join us for the April 16th game against Carolina. It's brought to you by Avaca TV. The party bus is dope. All the other beats that have had one say it's super duper awesome. So we're really looking forward yeah. to uh, to what should be an awesome night with the party bus. Uh, okay. Second period of the DNVR avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I know we, we kind of started the show with this, but I do want to circle back to our King of the game because Darcy Kemper's insane, man, dude, just an absolute monster of a hockey player right now. And <laughs> I, I don't know how you can't be unbelievably confident in, in the Avs goaltending situation heading towards the playoffs right now. And like, yeah. like Tristan Jari, I think is actually a great counterpoint for that because Tristan Jari was good in the regular season last year. He's been really good again this year. But why were there question marks last year about him? 
because he got into that first round series and just fell apart. Yep. Just fell apart. Straight up. Well, against the Islanders. I love and was a huge reason they lost that series. So that's why that's why people are still uh, out on Darcy Kemper or still waiting to get on the the bandwagon. Because as well as he may play right now, like this is all good and well, but this is gravy train season. They're at 104 points. How many more points are they going to get this year that are actually going to matter in the standings this year? Because I said uh, once they hit about 110, realistically, not min- not many more of these are going to be meaningful. For the Avs side, I, I agree with you. But also, tonight was a night where Pittsburgh is one point back of the Rangers. Pittsburgh wanted these two points. Oh, dude, I, it's clear. Colorado wanted these two points. That's what I'm both saying. Teams, both teams took this very seriously. And, and but, serious Darcy Kemper is real good. And, yeah, yeah and so, like, you and I, we all, we're all, <laughs> like, we're comfortable with the idea of believing in Darcy Kemper going into the postseason. Absolutely. But until a guy does it in the postseason, there will always be what's next. Sure. And and I he just in the same way that the Avs cannot get out of the second round during the regular season, Darcy Kemper can't prove himself as a goaltender in game 70 of the regular season. He can't prove himself as a playoff performer. We just have to wait for that part of the story to play out. But right now, he's doing everything imaginable to make you believe. Like he is playing his best hockey. And again, he's ramped it up. Since since December, really since January, because his December was only four games. So it's like, really, it's just the last couple of months. That he's just been excellent. Just been excellent. Blaze, you play defense these days. Yeah. Do you want, obviously, a couple of places where Kemper's rebound control could be better. Do you want to see his rebound control better there, or do you want to see a little bit more out of the defense there? I think particularly, look, I get it. It's Sidney Crosby. He dunked on Kale McCarr. It happens. Do you want to see a little bit better effort from McCarr there to try and help with the rebounds? Yeah, I mean, you always want your goalie to help out and just save everything. But the truth is that's never going to happen. If you've ever played goal before, you know how difficult it is. I mean, even for these guys, like sometimes they don't know where that puck hits them. And there's, I mean, there's so much padding there that the puck just pops out. Right. So you do want to see that. But again, like the abs defense, you know, they really need to start shutting it down when it goes out in front. They know what's going to happen. They know what they have in Darcy Kemper. They know that he's going to give up some rebounds here and there. And as long as they're playing the correct way and staying in front of the Penguins and not letting them crash that net, it's not that big of a concern. Right. Like other teams are always going to get their chances. There's just never a game where, you know, they're not going to. There's not going to be a mistake by the abs. I've, I've just never seen the perfect uh, hockey game before in my life. Let me know when you see it. No, straight up. Like, yeah. like, like, I really don't have a big problem with the first. Like, he mishandles that the first shot on the first goal. And then, like, Sidney Crosby just outplays McCarver in that situation. Yep. I'm, I can fucking live with that. Yep. That doesn't, that, Burakovsky throwing a pizza to Jake Gensel. <laughs> Way worse. That's my yeah. problem. Way worse. For sure. That's that's my frustration there. Burakovsky throwing away the the one to the second <laughs> on the second goal, man. Yep. That's my problem there is that you're giving them a great opportunity, but the Crosby one is that's a good opportunity that they created. Like yep. they, hey, they took the shot, they got the rebound. That's on you to control that, and then after that is the defenseman versus the forward. And sometimes Sidney Crosby is going to outplay. Any number yeah. of defensemen in the world on those plays sometimes. He makes a great play and he scores. And you're just like I said this on the last on our last postgame pod, but sometimes you just gotta tip the cap and be like, it's a great play. You you left this game as Colorado saying we only gave up one point to Sidney Crosby. Yeah. You can live with that every single time. <laughs> Uh, conversely McKinnon had two points tonight Miko had two points tonight the Avs top line more productive than Pittsburgh's so got players like Crosby are gonna get it done yeah like who got it done in this game why why did Colorado end up with three and Pittsburgh end up with two who got them across the finish line Colorado and and Pittsburgh went one one to start 
Colorado's depth got it, and then kind of depth with Matheson tied it back up. And then who pushed him across the finish line? It was Colorado's big guns. Yep. It's Colorado yep. Stars. It was their top line with their top with their top guys. Blaze, we know you're a fan of shoot it higher. Have you considered adopting <laughs> shoot it wider? <laughs> well, I mean, who are, are we talking about McKinnon here? Because yes. he he shot it higher from 10 feet out. It wasn't 15 feet. Um, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, basically, he puts it on net. That's a goal. I, uh, you know. I win my bet, but whatever. Uh, the other one, sure, shoot it wide if you've got Devon Tate sitting on the back door for a tap-in, like, all day long. Did he do it on purpose? Yeah, can you convince me that this was intentional? <laughs> there was no way that was on purpose. <laughs> so you don't think it was you on purpose? Bruto? No, I don't. You? I'm unconvinced. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't go back and watch it again, but I'm unconvinced of their direction. I'm open to the idea that he did it on purpose. Um, I on live, I was just like, that was so sick. My my brain is exploding. <laughs> I was still trying to be mad at Burakovsky about what just happened, and now I'm not mad at anything anymore. <laughs> it, no there's no way that's on purpose yeah, watching no this shot, again no shot dude. watching no. watching the the way that he just turns and fires this puck yeah no way no <laughs> that's such a good bounce holy holy geez that's a great bounce yeah no, no way i don't think math mac did that well in geometry back in the day right? <laughs> i don't know that he can spell geometry <laughs> Well, thankfully, has nothing to do with spelling. So you're good. <laughs> I can't. I can't either. It's not a shot. But it, is there something to the Avs getting two immediate response goals in this game, or is that just yeah. kind of a fluky hockey thing? No, I think that there's absolutely something to it because that's you give up a goal. What's the what's the worst part about giving up a goal? You lose all that momentum, other than the scoreboard, obviously. Yeah. Like. The other team gets all that momentum, and you're like, okay, this is where this is their opportunity to build. The bench is excited. They're all buzzing. They're all feeling good. Well, 20 seconds later, they're back to losing again. They've climbed the mountain. They have tied the game. They're feeling good. They're, oh, yeah. All right, we're back in. The- Shit. <laughs> it's a huge part of this, man. I think it was, and I think it's it speaks to Colorado's just general mentality that, they're going to come at you. They're going to work because they, it's not like they were sitting on the lead in the third period. They were dominating play in the third period. Yeah, it was and just then the pen to two at one point, the pens just happened to tie it Yep. in that process. They got, they got a great look. They took advantage. They tied it. And then the abs just went right back to work and they just finished an opportunity. Yeah. So you want that payoff, right? You want that payoff of, concentrated effort after the other team scores rather than just sitting back and you know just being like oh this sucks they they tied the game up the you see the push to keep the place they yeah. keep the momentum going your direction for sure yeah. and in in a period that was genuinely one of the best periods of the season from the abs in my opinion they were mm-hmm. dominating yeah. pittsburgh in the third period of this yeah. game and not like not like they dominate arizona but like you look you look at shots were 14 to 7 Scoring chances were 10 to 6 and high danger chances were 5 to 3. That's how they played that period the against a lead. against a team that is trying to get home ice advantage in the postseason. Like yeah. who cares deeply about the points in this game with a one goal lead? Like there was no sitting back. They were they came out and they were like let's end this. And they just worked and worked and worked and worked. And would you rather give them have them get a third goal and then give up another goal and then be like, okay, well, that's fine. That goal didn't end up mattering. Sure. But how they did it, like, look, it's I think it's all just emotional maturity because yeah. they could have felt sorry for themselves. They could have packed it in and been like, man, we almost had it. And instead, no, they give up the lead and they were like, F this. We've outplayed these dudes. Let's go and get this. And they went and they took it. They just, t- in the third period, they were the better team and they just went and took those points. Yeah. The one power play, the one referee induced decision in this whole game went their way. And they got 
zero shots on the PK. Yep. They got nothing. Nothing. Yep. So I don't want to. There's no. There, there were no excuses. No nothing. They barely got anything with a pulled goaltender. I Colorado was just great in the third period. I agree with you, Rose. Best third yeah. period of the season. They, they were great. Like, you feel, how did they end this game versus, like, how they ended, like, the Panthers game or the Lightning game? Where they were sitting back, protecting the lead, it feels and like just hanging just on. on in those they games. were they yeah. were under yeah. siege. And they never let Pittsburgh dig in that, in that way in this period. Yep. Never let it get to that point. There was no big push. There was no any of that. That kicked ass. That was a great finish from them. Yep. Agree. Uh, we are brought to you by the American Raptors. They play down at the Infinity Park in Glendale. So you can jump over there. Go see a game for free. It's an awesome park. If you've never been there, genuinely, you have to go. Just for like a day out, go to Infinity Park. It's it's super dope. Awesome place yep. to catch a game. Again, it's free to go watch some rugby down there. The the American Raptors, their season has begun. So make sure you're following Colton Strickler and DNVR Rugby over on Twitter. They'll give you all the amazing deets. It's also the home of the men's and women's 15 team. So it's literally the best rugby in the country. Uh, pretty dope. Again, completely free to go there and, and watch a game. You can also watch online on their website. You can go to infinitypark at glendale.com. For more information on them, Highly recommend. Go check it out. Go follow Colton. He's awesome. He gets all these amazing interviews with all these dope rugby players that I'm sure all could kill me with like their pinky fingers. So, <laughs> well, how many of them can spell geometry? Oh my god! <laughs> AJ feels violence today. <laughs> Just curious. The whole pod. Yeah, Mac and Berkey after us after this. I mean, I do think that's an interesting question. Like, hockey players are considered extremely tough in the sports world, but so are rugby players. And I wonder, yeah. like, rugby players go through, dude. Yeah, they. I'm saying rugby players. I might pick rugby players over hockey players in a toughness. Those dudes are legit like, crazy. <laughs> no pads. Come on. Yeah, it's insane. They wear like earmuffs because. The people will rip your ears off in the scrubs otherwise. <laughs> like, it's actually nuts what they do. So props to any rugby players out there. You're crazy. Uh, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We do have one super chat here. $5 from the Schick. Went and saw Bo play last night. A little rust there, but overall he looks great. Would appreciate if he avoided getting punched, though. Yeah. Um, first of all, are the Eagles the greatest hockey team ever when Bowen Byram is in the lineup? <laughs> <laughs> they had six goals. Did they have six goals? Eight. Eight. Oh. Eight. One was the final score. Byram wow. had zero points, but yeah. it was an eight one yeah. final. Uh, did uh, have a little scrum there at the end. Yeah. My only, my only real thought is that the people are like, how did Bo look? Like, it doesn't matter. Yep. Just genuinely, like, yeah. genuinely, the point of his conditioning stint has nothing to like, has nothing to do with his play. The quality of his play, it does, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's totally irrelevant. If he gets, and he gets through them healthy, yeah. he's yep. on to, he's on, he's he's on his way back. Like yep. it just doesn't game matter. game speed and how you feeling, right? Is basically what they're looking for. Yeah, how you feeling after playing at game speed? You feel good? Yeah, cool. I saw a lot of people like last night who were just like picking it apart and were microman and were like, "Oh, well, on this shift, he got hit here and it was there, and it and it was just like, whoa, okay." Like, I, I, in a in a normal in a normal setting, when a guy's coming back from injury, that's part of it, and then this one, it's like, don't even. It just doesn't matter as long as he gets out of it healthy. If he doesn't walk down the tunnel, he's fine. Yeah, straight up. That like honestly, that was that was the whole point of of last night, and that's the whole point of him playing again. And then after that, like, (laughs) is that guy gonna? Is that is he is he playing? Is he gonna be here in Winnipeg with me next week? Like, he might be. He might be. We'll see. No, like, because after he finishes that up, if he stays, if he continues to be healthy and he continues to feel good. There's there's only one thing left to do, and that's to, to to bring him back and be like, all right, man, go. Yep, go be dope. Go do dope stuff. 
Uh, yeah. I, honestly, that that's where it feels like a lot of the Avs lineup is at. Is you can just send dudes out there and tell them to go do dope stuff. <laughs> I do think I do think this is a. I mean, the Avs are in a really competitive part of the schedule. Yeah, they have a lot of games in For the sure. immediate future against teams that care a whole lot about what's going on. And I just don't. I I, I think it's going to be a bummer. There's no cadre. Because you want all these guys building towards the postseason, right? You want them all building so that when they get to the postseason, that they're all feeling good. Yeah. That definitely. that that they're that, and that they're in a rhythm and they're in a groove and that they're playing instead of being like, all right, well the playoffs have started, so now we're getting back Byram and Gerard and Landis Cog and Kadri and and maybe even Ryan Murray to boot, right? Like. And they're all coming back in game one, and you're just like, oh, my God, dude, that's a third <laughs> of your lineup. That's a lot. So I do want to see them. I do hope that, you know, Kadri out for the foreseeable future, but back before playoffs, last week of the regular season, bring them all back and get them all vibing going into round Play one. Play three yeah. games with each other, and you're good. Good to yeah. go for sure. Abs, abs will take anybody in the first round. Not worried about it. Uh AJ has made the argument many times that it would be a lot doper for them to play Vegas. Knock mm-hmm. the team out that knocked them out last year. There's always a little bit something Look, extra there, but right now there's a decent chance that it's it's Dallas or Vegas, and you're like, all right, you're vanquishing one a way or the other. Yeah. yeah, you're you're trying to exercise a, a playoff demon here, no matter what. True. So, I don't. Think I don't they really care. Yeah, I don't think that I they're think looking at it at all. A very very simple mindset, and that's dismantle any team they play against in the playoffs this yeah. year. <laughs> Doesn't matter who it is. Um, they want to change the narrative. And that narrative is huge. I mean, it's not just here. It's everywhere now. Like, Well, I mean, ESPN did a whole feature it. on it yeah. today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw your, quote, your tweet about it. It's like, oh, that makes me feel real good. <laughs> well, because you're watching it and it's like lost in this. Oh, they can't get out of the second round. You're like, that team was the eighth seed. <laughs> yeah, the first one. They, they had 92 points that year. Arguably their fourth yeah. string goaltender the next year. <laughs> like, they lose to San Jose in a year that in a normal season, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. <laughs> and like they, they were Calgary, too, in the first. Right, and, like, like they <laughs> they were the eighth seed, and they they yeah. go in, and it, and it was just like, what the hell? <laughs> That's it. Frustrates me when they you just like boil it down, and you're just like, okay, well, the bottom line here, AJ, is there are wins, there are losses, and they lost, and it was like, yeah. But remember what it happened? Like, remember how we all felt at the time? We were all like, what a sick season! They're back. They're competitive. They're gonna be so good. And Dallas, and then, and, your and then Dallas, yeah. <laughs> Dallas, you're missing seven regulars in game seven. And it's just like, they can't get out of the second round. And you're like, they lose in the second round this last year to the team that they tied at the top of the NHL standings. The literal two best teams in the regular season. <laughs> Even that. It's, and it's like, it's just, it's so weird to me. It's so, it's very how weird How quickly me, the context whatever. gets thrown out the window, yeah. Yeah, well, and and like the same where it's like, we we usually get at least one person per show coming in and being like, Kemper's going to choke, you have to go get Flurry because Flurry beat you in the postseason last year. We went and looked it up after the show the other day. Flurry got worse in every playoff round last year. Yep. You go and you look at his playoff career and you're just like, meh. So anyway, I would I look if, if it's Colorado and Minnesota in round two and they get Flurry, I'm stoked. If it's if it's Colorado and Dallas in round one and they get to try and slay that demon, I'm stoked. If it's Colorado and Vegas and they get to try and slay that demon, especially if they're healthy, that could be the best hockey series in the entire postseason. I'm stoked. Because if the abs can't get through any of those teams, they're not the cup contender that we think they are, and this is all yep. but a huge waste of time. Yep, for sure. It's, there's no, there is no fear. I'm not, I'm not going to give the big rant like I did last year, but there's no fear of any of these teams. If the abs are afraid of any of these teams, they're going to lose. They won't win the cup. 
that's not to say they have to disrespect them, but Colorado should feel like the best team by a a large margin, and they are. They're built to dominate. And I think that I, I just think that that's where we're headed. Me they think that they're to dominate. The, they, they they're, have, they're the best team in the league, man. And yeah. again, we haven't even seen we haven't even seen their best form. There is they they are the secret mythic boss at the end. They're the secret phase at the end at ten percent. <laughs> that's the abs right now, man. Like they the abs getting healthy for the postseason. And getting them get it, and it, maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe they continue to get guys hurt, and guys are shuffling in and out of the lineup. Blah, and yeah. like maybe that, and we just never get to see it. It'd be a damn shame, but sometimes that happens. Yeah. The the league is a maidenless tarnished, and the Avs are a Elden Ring boss confirmed. I don't know what you just said, man, <laughs> but I'm all about it. <laughs> you, know that, you know that game that's making your kids swear constantly. The oh, I know that one. Making them swear yeah. constantly. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I hear from downstairs now since he bought that game. So <laughs> it's hard. It's a hard yeah. game. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Abs are dope. Everything is dope. That game was dope. I'm gonna go watch it again because it was so cool. And it's only five o'clock, so I actually have time in my day to do stuff like that. Um, I'm, can I? Can I? Just a quick, like we kind of touched on it earlier, yeah, but. Yeah. Off the top of anybody's head, do you know who led the abs in shots on goal today? Um, no, who led on shots on goal? Yeah, I would... which which abs player had the most shots on goal today? I guess maybe like Lekkinen. So there were one, two, three, four, five guys that had four shots on goal and one that had five. Ooh. Do you know who had the five? Nope. Was it Miko? Was it the Any big guesses? dog? Do we have a guess? I, I, my guess was nope. Lekkonen. Miko Lekkonen. Lekkonen is correct. Woo, wow. It's Lekkonen and the other guys with four. Nachushkin, McKinnon, Burakovsky, Rantanen, Taves. Yeah, those are the dudes. Those are your heavy hitters, man. <laughs> like, your boys at that point showed up. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can't love this game. From not just the Avs perspective, but as a hockey fan, this, yeah, this is the best thing you can ask for. So. This team is silly. It's silly. Like it you're is. missing four top guys right now, and you're just fine, fine, cool. Just keep winning. Yep. I just I thought that that was really interesting because I mean you're talking all these all the new guys are still trying to figure it all out, right? And we haven't said his name at all, but. Josh Manson. Rock solid, man. Did he look ever comfortable in a game with that intensity level? Yep. Where like Nanny. He loves the you're... jump cut still, though. <laughs> man. There, there, the there are some things from me. him, man, where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on right now, but he's I just think he's such a good fit, and he's starting to settle a yep. little bit. And you're you're like you're yeah. seeing it. You're like, oh man, it's this coming. dude is it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> this dude this dude is figuring this out. So it's it's gonna be fun one way or another. Uh, I just wish the playoffs started tomorrow instead of a month from now. That's all. It's really it's. I mean, just because of the injuries and all, I'm good with it. But like. From a, we have to watch another month of regular yeah, season like, hockey. That's just we, not gonna matter. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I want, I so badly want to see this team healthy and see what the healthy version of this team is capable of. Yep. Because it is going to feel like an all-time robbery if we don't get to see what the full version of this club yep. gets to look like. A cap compliant one, one they didn't have to do any gymnastics, <laughs> any funny stuff. Because it's like, oh, I, I'm kind of curious what the Vegas monster would have looked like had they gotten to keep everybody and everybody was healthy and they just said, fuck the cap, you know? <laughs> I'm kind of curious what that team looks like, how good that team could have been. But I'm really curious what this what this team also would look like at 100%. I've, yeah. it's, it's already oh. been so good and so special that 
I don't know how much better they can get, but I think that it could be the difference between winning and losing a cup. How good is the final going to be when it's Panthers abs? Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's going to be dope when it's Carolina abs for sure. <laughs> Did you see the Panthers came back? Yeah, four goal deficit. Wanted. Jersey, seven to six. Yeah. I'm going to, so, I think I'm going to enjoy watching their. Um, the the Eastern postseason, like the, the the East playoffs, as much as anything else. Oh, th- it's gonna, gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, there. <laughs> like especially yeah. round one, where you're just like, well, there's not a single matchup in here that makes me go, eh. <laughs> yeah, especially like you're looking. It's looking like you're going to get New York, Pittsburgh, and Tampa, Toronto for the two, three seeds in each division. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to take right LLs. Like the, the, the seeding is going to really matter there because yep. home ice advantage is going to be huge for like Tampa, yeah. Toronto is going to be, that's important. Yep. yep. Those teams are both exceptional home teams and good road teams. Yep. And the, a, a series like Tampa, Toronto, that is uh that's big travel. That's a long way to go. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it'll be interesting. I'm sure we'll talk all about that next week with all the days off the abs have. So uh, we're going to get out of here for this one. We appreciate all of y'all hanging out with us in the post game. However you consume watching, listening, whatever else y'all are dope. Uh, we are off tomorrow. Cause it's Sunday. I think we'll have a show on Monday, but not 100% sure. We're still figuring out our stuff for the month of April. So, you know, you can find us on Twitter if you go follow us there. You can also like and subscribe here on YouTube to always keep up to date with all of that. We will be back whenever we're back, and we will talk to you then. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com